Hello my friend and welcome. This is your moment. I'm Katarina Miletic and you are listening to the podcast that will challenge you to think with your soul and believe that your only power is inside you. Julian, I'm so happy you've joined us here today for this uh, short interview, which is, I know it's going to be insightful and I know my, my friends will enjoy hearing what you have to say. So I would first of all, just like to welcome you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's utter pleasure. Um, I want to introduce people a little bit about with the artist that you are. So if you would like to tell us, um, when did you first discover your creativity? Were you creative as a child or did this come sort of later in life? How did it unfold for you? For me, I think creativity has always, always been there. I mean, I can remember as far back as coloring and coloring books with my big sisters and they would be teaching me like, hey, you don't have to just color it with crayons. We can grab some markers and we could we could make stripes for the colors. We could make polka dots. And so um, I got introduced to, you know, some art concepts very early on. Mm -hmm. And then I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. So art class was one of my favorite, favorite uh, things to do at school. And um, so whenever there were like art contests or anything like that, I would always be, you know, wanting to submit my work. And early on, I have a really fun memory of, um, there was this competition and it was called, um, something having to do with architecture, mm -hmm. right? So you coming up with like an interesting new take on a building. Mm -hmm. And um, so my, <laughs> my creative architecture was, a place where you could get like breakfast. And so the building was, <laughs> it's so silly as I think of it now, but the building, the center part of the building was round, right? So that, that was shaped like, like a donut. Mm -hmm. And then on the sides of the donut, there were uh, two coffee cups. And so that was the shape of my building for this little breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> breakfast restaurant. And so my building design, it won, it was like second or third place or something, but I was just so proud. That's and I so have this brilliant. picture. Yeah. You know, way back when like your big, your front teeth are so big that you haven't like grown into them yet. That's, <laughs> I was in that awkward stage and, um, but <laughs> so proud of my uh my my building design yeah oh that was brilliant was it inspired by your own personal favorite breakfast or <laughs> i think so well, what well maybe not like. maybe not the coffee part but yeah you have to think like a grown-up when you're just yes. you're designing a building <laughs> <laughs> great innovation there i think we could do more with buildings like shaped like uh, you know different fruits and vegetables so we know what we're getting when we go there <laughs> <laughs> so what was it that made you want to turn your art into a business and uh, I know you are involved in few creative endeavors and that you have something very interesting going on that I think my audience may, may be um, interested in hearing so if you'd like to share that with us and I'm going to link everything in the description that you mentioned here okay great so what made me turn my art into a business was 
really not feeling inspired at work. You know, like I have been a teacher for many years and I have worked in some creative jobs. Um, but out of necessity, it seems oftentimes I would find myself in a job that that wasn't creative, that I didn't get to express myself. And so um, as these paint and sip studios kind of started getting popular where you can hang out with friends and paint, I got the idea of like, well, maybe I can work at a place like that. And um, I reached out to a few of them, but there was always this fine print in their agreement saying that you couldn't pursue anything like that on your own. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like feeling, you know, kind of painted into a corner a little bit, no pun intended, mm -hmm. that um, I couldn't do my own paint events if I was a part of um, theirs. Mm -hmm. And so um, I ended up starting uh, putting together some paint events. Mm -hmm. And it started last summer where I just had a few friends come together. I said, hey, we're going to paint if you're interested we'll meet at this restaurant at this time. And uh, 14 people came out and um, we didn't teach a certain painting. It was just kind of, hey, you can just show up and paint what you want. And, um, and it was amazing. Some people put quotes on theirs. We had some abstract pieces, mm -hmm. um, all different kinds of things came out. It was so neat just to watch what happened simply from holding this creative space mm -hmm. with others. And it was a lot of fun. And then that um, resulted in me like pursuing it a little more, um, a little more deeply in the next few months, I ended up getting certified at the Bob Ross studio in New Smyrna beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. And they're becoming a certified instructor. So then you can kind of, like really learn how to teach the different elements. So, um, and then that kind of evolved a little bit further into now I have developed something called the Creatives Virtual Academy. And that's a way for other creatives and artists to learn how they can profit from their creative passion. And so mm -hmm. um, the, the uh, sign up for that is to open for the next 10 days. And you can access that by profitfromyourpassion.net slash join. And that's mm -hmm. um, a program for creatives who want to either grow their online business or mm -hmm. start it. That's fantastic. Sounds really good. It's really interesting. It's gonna be good, yeah, for sure. Yes, that's lovely. Um, did you always have this um, neck for teaching i can imagine you in playground with with kids sort of gently leading them all and and uh, and showing them how to do things <laughs> are you natural <laughs> are you a natural teacher because i definitely get this from you you do oh that's mm -hmm. funny um i kind of stumbled into teaching uh when i was in college the first time i i thought i wanted to go to med school so i was pre-med and so i ended up with a science degree. And by the time I, I really had the guts to say, I don't really love this. I think I'm supposed to be an artist. It was my senior year and mm -hmm. I'd pretty much run out of money for school. <laughs> so <laughs> I just uh, figured, well, I'm about to get this science degree. I might as well just 
walk the stage and, and get the degree, right? Um, so I ended up teaching science for a few years. I see. And every year you have to be evaluated by the administration. And I think it was my second year, my administrator was like, you were just phenomenal in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Where were you trained? And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trained right here in the trenches. I wasn't really taught how to teach. So I just yes. figured it out as I went along. And she was like, wow, you're really just, just a natural and mm -hmm. that it kind of it felt good but then there was this little struggle of like well if I'm really good at at teaching is it something I'm supposed to be doing then you mm -hmm. know it kind of confused me a little bit because it didn't feel like being in the science classroom didn't feel like it was in my heart of hearts mm -hmm. and so there was kind of this I keep doing this thing because they say that I'm pretty good at it or do I follow my heart and do something that really speaks to my mm -hmm. to my passion and at that point I ended up going back to school and studying digital media so that I could study digital art and visual art because that's really what I felt my heart was called to do mm -hmm. that that is amazing and I, I I think teaching is not so much about uh, passing your specific knowledge as it as it is waking the desire in the student to to learn about specific subject to just bring out the best in them and uh, i definitely sense that you are a natural when it comes to to teaching i mean so, yes i've had my ups and downs i'm sure i'm sure i've had <laughs> my moments where my students were like, <laughs> like whoa you are not no, this is not how this lesson is supposed to go. <laughs> but I was also, you know, 23 years old, yes. my first teaching gig. So in a lot of ways, my students and I, we were learning, we were learning together yes, it's as I was figuring yes. out, you know, yes. how to do it. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I think teacher's job is as much about learning as it is about teaching. Um, yeah, so, and especially yeah. with how you know, society and, and families, everything evolves over time. And so, you know, my first year teaching back in the year 2000 felt very, like a very different experience than last school year when I started, mm -hmm. you know, in 2019. Families change, how we talk to each other change, communication changes, so much shifts sure. and you really have to continue learning and yes. kind of roll with it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I deeply sure. believe that life is a learning experience, that we are here not to experience anything else other than that learning, other than that opening and blossoming and just not, not stopping. There is no point where you can reach and say, now I'm, I'm full, now I'm complete, because there will always be more room to grow, more room to open up and more, more room to learn. So I feel that that learning and knowledge is actually quest for, for joy of life. It is just uh, inseparable from, from life itself. That's my absolutely yeah some of my some of my most favorite things right now would be just times when I'm sitting and allowing myself to expand love to learn from them they have different master classes and 
even a, a bunch of them for free where you could just learn about all different topics and LinkedIn has a learning platform mm -hmm. called LinkedIn mm -hmm. learning. Like there's just so much, um, so much information at our fingertips now. Yes. And like I had a friend text me last night and she was like, Hey, so um, have you watched anything good on Netflix lately? And I'm like, I haven't even opened Netflix in, in weeks, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. there's just so much that I want to learn and I really love learning. So yeah, I'm, I'm that person that's going to pop in my earbuds and be sitting, listening to a video where I could learn something. Mm -hmm. uh, Definitely. Yeah. I, I can totally, um, hear you there what you say i mean i, I would even ask what is netflix because uh, yeah <laughs> i have a confession Net to make i don't don't uh, subscribe to it nor do i know what it is because i just i don't have room nor time to to learn from from that it's creative no doubt because i do like uh, I do like movies and motion pictures as a, as a learning tool because I actually think that we can learn from everything in life and I don't think there are many coincidences. I mean, any coincidences in life. Um, so if you're open to learning, that just comes your way through any medium that, that, you, that you find. Um, but when you, when you really are hungry um, for learning, there is a lot, as you said, there is uh, a lot on offer there that, that is just great. Um, and I'm great that you're pursuing that that part as as part of your creative journey as well, that you're continuing to, to teach and, and inspire and lead others into making their own art into a successfully run business. It's, it's so important, I think, because like, there's a lot of information out there where it's not, it's not that helpful. And so you could kind of end up wasting a lot of time and finding frustration in um, putting time and effort and sometimes money into things that aren't really moving the needle into mm -hmm. helping you grow something. And so, yeah, so that's my hope with the, with the creatives virtual Academy is to like cut out some of that, some of that, that time that could be wasted by getting um, people information that can be helpful, mm -hmm. actionable things that can help them grow and start their business without, you know, wasting six months trying to, trying to lone wolf it, you know, trying to figure it out on your own because we're just, we're better together, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Through, through support and knowing where is your A and where is your B and, and uh, knowing which route suits you best to get there. Um, and uh, it does help if somebody has been on that journey. That can definitely help you guide your, your creative way into mm -hmm. discovering yourself. Yes. I wanted to know what do you see as your own personal strengths? Uh, what is in what is it, strong points like in your mindset? Is it the fact that you are a positive person? I mean, I, I think I, I can assess that correctly when I say that, because uh, I always see you with the radiant smile on your face and uh, I see how you, you support and champion other people. So what do you think are the qualities that you have as a person that have helped you become who you are? I think that those qualities 
they're really the result of of growing and coming from a place of you know I, I wasn't great at a lot of these things initially so um a couple of years back like my fear of um of my work not being good enough or maybe me not being good enough i let that fear kind of paralyze me into not taking any action at all and so now i have i've reframed how i see you know a fear of failure or a fear of rejection i've reframed that into well fear or failure it's really just a part of the equation it's not going anywhere you know if you if i try a try a new project and it just totally flops well that failure is really just a, another step on my on my journey it's just a step on my path and then the next time that i launch something i know how to how to tweak it how to make it better or how to make it completely different because that last one didn't resonate at all mm-hmm. and so um i feel like these things that they kind of used to be shortcomings have now because of of growth have become mm. strengths that I can use as I move forward in my business and it helps um it helps me to support others because you know these are common things yes. it's not I'm not special because I have a have a fear of failing you know so many of us have that and then we use it almost as an excuse it's like this crutch yes. of like well if it doesn't work well I I probably shouldn't try that because then I won't be embarrassed if it doesn't work you know yes. but think yes. about I always think about how short life is you know we're mm-hmm. not really even mm-hmm. here for that long mm-hmm. and so at the end of my days I I don't want to you know maybe be surrounded by loved ones and then be thinking gosh I wish I would have you know what would my life had have been like had I tried mm-hmm. at my creative things you know Mm-hmm. What makes you the happiest? Well, had you asked me this a couple years back, I probably would have said painting. Mhm. But now I know that what makes me happiest is is creating and holding a space for other people to find and build their creative passion. Mhm. Wow. That is so nice. Isn't it brilliant when you when you align your own uh, purpose like that, and and when you can when you can come come from a place of deepest knowing inside you, uh, that that is that is what really truly makes you happiest. It's always yeah. connected with other people. It is absolutely always. It never closes you in a in a bubble of your own. It, it always leaves you open. Right. It's a beautiful thing. And then yeah. being able to even just considering how you know, maybe maybe it's only five people this year or 10 people this year who actually create something new, create their creative business. Well, knowing that I even played a small part in any of that, I mean, that's just an incredible thing. That's It's I'm magical. I'm so inspired just thinking about it. Yeah, it yes. absolutely is because it's not just five or 10 people who are potentially impacted, but now think about all the 
other people that those fibers that they five will. and ten yes yeah it's a ripple, ripple effect ripple. yes yep <laughs> exactly the ripple <laughs> just goes out and out and out bigger and bigger yeah that is brilliant i can listen to you talk for hours <laughs> and i <Aww>. certainly <laughs> hope this is not the the first and only appearance that that we will have and hopefully when we move to video format that i will get a chance to interview you soon again um, I wish you success with this uh, with this course, with the launch, with your first launch, and uh, I look forward to welcoming you back again. Wish you all the best, Jillian, and thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you. Thanks for having me.